0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
0: See website for details.
1: CFOs and controllers, there's a better way to manage cards, expenses, travel, and reimbursements. You need a unified spend platform from Brex that lets you control all your spend in one place. Automate compliance and close the books faster. Get started at Brex.com.
0: Well, hello, and thank you for coming back to join me and Kristen Hetzel. This is a bonus episode to the conversation we had previously, covering topics and five specific questions we didn't address in the last episode. Today, Kristen talks about her goals as both an athlete and an actor. And you don't want to miss her touching story of her great aunt CD. I'm your host, Patrick Oliver-Jones, and this is The Final Five. So the final five questions, here we are with number one, if you had to pick only one of your jobs, so you're a professional athlete, physical therapist, actress, model, personal trainer, motivational speaker, if you could only pick one of those, which one would you pick to do and why?
1: Professional athlete. And because it is my absolute love, I love uh, pushing my body, seeing what I'm made of mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. And I feel like nothing else challenges me in all of those realms, like being a professional athlete.
0: And number two, this is somewhat similar to that amongst all those, amongst all those jobs, or maybe even uh, in your life in general, what is a bucket list accomplishment that you still hope to achieve one day? Getting
1: the gold medal at the world championships. (laughs) That's,
0: that's the number one thing. Yep.
1: Yep. That's right.
0: (laughs) Do you have uh, a distinct goal acting wise like that?
1: I would love at some point to get a series regular on a TV show. I love, um, I've done some different pilots where I play a cop or FBI agent or um, something like that. And that suits my personality really well. (laughs) So I always thought that would be a really fun role to do or even a medical show because as a a doctor of physical therapy, uh, that would be really fun to, kind. again, I'd like to, you can probably see, I like to pair my different jobs together and mindsets when possible. And so that would be really fun to play a healthcare professional and get to act. Um, But so that would be a goal. But um, right now, I just I really love doing the commercial work. So I would like to to get that going a little bit more. I mean, as we've said, with the pandemic, things are just now starting to happen again. Right. Um, as I was excited to get an audition today and things are are starting to roll in. But I uh, would, would definitely love to develop my commercial acting a bit more.
0: And number three, who do you look up to as a mentor or someone who inspires you?
1: My great aunt Z, my aunt Zita, is my hero. She's 95 now and she's oh, wow. the most amazing Human. She's the most amazing woman, but she's the most amazing human I've ever met. Um, it's just one of those situations where she only had about an eighth grade education. And she's the smartest person I know. Just her tenacity, her excitement for life, her relentless never giving up. I mean, she lived through the depression and they didn't have any money. And I mean, she was eight years old going um finding rotten potatoes in the dumpster to feed the family mm. with and she just and she and she's always had a smile on her face no matter what life threw at her so, so
0: this pandemic is nothing to her.
1: Not at all, she's not <laughs> even a little bit concerned. In fact, the cute part is she loves to uh, play the slot machines at the casino, and she's really sad that she hasn't been able to go to the casino. <laughs> they have her; she's in a nursing home now, and they have her, in, you know, basically stuck in in the the place to for her safety. But she's not happy about it.
0: <laughs> oh goodness! Now, whenever you were talking about her, it brought up a question from me, as far as being a woman in sports, did that ever come into play? did was, was that ever seen as a hindrance? Did it ever did you ever feel like it held you back?
1: Never, never. um i'm I feel very blessed that where I come from, I'm from Wheeling, West Virginia, uh, a small town in West Virginia. Um, I never, from a school perspective, from coaches, teachers, other athletes, never felt, hindered. Um, fortunately, I have amazing parents that told me I can do whatever I want to do in this life and just don't stop. So you get what you want kind of an attitude. And so uh, I never even knew of the the possibility of being held back as a woman, if that makes sense. So I feel very blessed that my experiences have, have been all positive, that... Um, You know, people have men and women have respected me for my tenacity and and my abilities and so they never made it about, Oh, you're a woman. It was just, well, you you have what it takes or you bring what bring to the table what's necessary. So I always have respect from them.
0: And has there been, cause I know I, I mentioned the U S open earlier with Serena Williams, and there's been a parody of, of payouts as far as the, the winners and and the champions from those events. Has there been that kind of parody when it comes to men's and women's sports and those that you compete in?
1: Yes. Uh, it's a, again, a little bit different in the duathlon because since it's not a, an extremely, uh, popular monetary sport like basketball or football or something, um, that doesn't really come up in the duathlon world, but, you know, certainly in professional cycling, um, the, the men do make, make, uh, make a bit more than the professional women. And so, yeah, there has been that I it's, it's a little bit of a a catch 22 though, because it's, um, the media drives a lot of stuff, meaning, yes, I think it's fair that we should get paid the same, but it's a case sometimes, it's just, for example, the NBA, they have more viewers. There's more people watching it. There's more money getting pumped into it. And so they're going to make a lot more money. And so it's it's difficult because I, I, as a woman, I think we should have equal pay. But on some level with certain sports, I understand why there isn't yet, if that makes sense. Right. If,
0: if, if no one's watching that particular sport, male or female, then that sport is not going to get as much money as another sport that's being watched by millions. That's right. right. Yeah. Right, so on to number four, name a lesson or trait that took you a while to learn, or maybe one that you're still working on to this day.
1: Letting go. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's something that took me a long time to learn, and it's still a work in progress. I'm much farther along, but I mean letting go in the sense of not trying to force and control things so much in life, just being open, letting things flow more, having more fun with things, not getting so uptight if something isn't going the way that I think it should or um, had envisioned it would. And so I've, I have found a lot more peace and happiness and joy in being able to let go.
0: And is there a particular example of, of, of something specific that you had to let go of?
1: Uh, well, f- just recently, I most of the races this season have been canceled due to uh, COVID. However, the national championships were still going on. They were supposed to be October seventeenth, and I was all in. You know, that was my only race of the year. So I'm like, I am going after this. I want to win this. Like, I I'm just all in. And so I'd been training so hard and felt so strong and was hitting times I'd never hit before. And then three weeks before the event, they canceled it. And uh, yes, I was very sad. Yes, I was very disappointed. But that lesson came into play. It's like, I just have to let this go and feel that my training and the, the love that I put into my preparation, it has to be enough. Because there's there's no I can't control this I can't change it I can't fix it so being upset about it isn't productive uh, so I just have to find the, the the positive in it and just just let it go it's just the way it, it was
0: right right and number five what is the most memorable advice that you have received
1: hmm the most memorable advice. Gosh, this will take a sec to think about because I feel like I have had so many amazing people in my life.
0: I'm sure between coaches and your Aunt Z and everyone Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I think that it might be a little bit cliche, but it's just been true time and time again. It's it's never give up. You know, when I was younger, my my dad is a wonderful, wonderful man. I can't say enough about the, the things he taught me and the values he instilled in me. And even as a as a little kid, you know, he would always say when things were going rough or something, he's like, You have two choices. You can quit, you can you can keep going. And and we don't quit, you know. And so it just kind of it got ingrained to me at such a young age that you just keep, you just don't give up. You just keep going. And that's served me well in all of my endeavors in life.
0: Definitely, especially as you reach for the gold.
1: Yes, that's right. That's (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) Kristen and I are also joined in a special episode by the hosts of Keep the Flame Alive podcast. Their knowledge of athletic sporting events makes for some great questions for Kristen to answer. That special members-only episode can be found at donate.winmepodcast.com.